Hey everybody, welcome to another night of Walk It Out. My name's Gretchen Cannon. I'm the community pastor here at Grace Church, and I have our Connections pastor, Jody Brown, with us. And we are going to continue our series talking about the process of M28 discipling. Mm -hmm. And so uh, last week we talked about the first season or Mm -hmm. phase of discipling in M28. Uh, we we refer to it as D1, and it's come and follow. And so we saw Jesus over and over go to men and say, come and follow me, right. and I will make you fishers of men. And so not only does Jesus ask us to come and follow, but in our process and our discipling, there's a time and a season of coming together as a spiritual family, growing mm-hmm. and actually walking out the reality that we are spiritual family on a deep personal level. And so it's the the season where in the process we get connected to the Lord and then to each other. Mm-hmm. So some people may come in and they may um, uh, be connected through religious duty or they may just like not be disciplined. And not have that desire to be connected to the Lord. Like they want to, but like it's not there to just right. to just hunger after him. And so in D1, those are the two main goals. And we talked about what it looks like and some different things like that. So you want to share um, a little bit more well, on that? Well, <clears throat> one of my, I shared a, um, a saying that I had heard, a saying, a quote yeah. that I had heard. And it's just it that the... The discipleship process is actually a dynamic living organism with sufficient organization Mm -hmm. to enable it to function effectively, but yet remain an organic community. Spirit-led, yeah. And so I loved that because it's not like you can't grow with other people Mm -hmm. if you don't know this process. It just gives it some some shape and some Mm -hmm. form and... Um, and yet keeps it where you can just let relationships be relationships yeah. and you don't have to micromanage mm-hmm. them in the sense of it has to look like this yeah. because we're all different. Mm-hmm. I mean, every, every relationship mm-hmm. looks different. Yeah. It's super so, good. Super yeah. good. So like the community, the spiritual family that's being built, the hearts become more and more open to the Lord mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. and to each other. And so that's the that's the dynamic part of it where the mm-hmm. life of the Holy Spirit is there, but there's still uh, uh, like direction mm-hmm. in the process. And I know? think what I love about the spiritual family aspect in this sense is that we tend to to bond mm-hmm. and become relational over Jesus. Yeah. Not over our brokenness, not over our likes or our dislikes or what or we're for, we're, what have we're kids against, or, we, or don't. Oh, you, yeah. OSU, like I no, like none of that Sorry. is. It doesn't matter. And I can sit in a group with Ron Garman, who's seventy one. Yeah, yeah. And I can I can be spiritual family with him, mm-hmm. even if there's nothing in common, mm-hmm. because we have Jesus in common. And can I just tell you, what? like what the Lord has done with you and Ron <laughs> is just. <laughs> Beautiful. Yes. It is probably, and there wasn't ever any conflict. Mm -mm. It just, there wasn't like a bond right off the bat. Right. There was no 
connection right yeah, at the get-go. but mm-hmm. man, I love what yeah. he's done with you too. Yeah, it's fun. That's what it's I love fun. that you use that as an example. Yeah, yeah super good. Well, we're going to talk about the second season or phase of uh, M28 Discipling. <laughs> it's the best. The best one. <laughs> it is the one that you will hate the most, <laughs> but you will come mm-hmm. to love the most. That's right. And mm-hmm. we're speaking from experience. Yes. It's the one that we call come and die. Okay. So I'm going to have Jody read like kind of the main passage for this. And then we're going to talk about what it's not before we talk about what it is. All Does right. that sound good? Sounds good. We are going to be in Luke 9, 20. We're going to start in verse 22. Um, the son of man must suffer many things. This is Jesus speaking. Um, and be rejected by the elders and chief priests and scribes, and be killed and be raised the third day. And then he said to them all, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, Mm -hmm. but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Verse 25, For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world? And is himself destroyed or lost. Yeah. So what do you see in that passage? Um, Anything that jumps out to you? I think the things that have always stuck out to me was the deny himself, mm. um, the take up the cross daily. I have tried to eat that mm-hmm. and get some deeper revelation on it. And I, I don't know that I could say to date that that has happened well. Um, but even the desires. Like, am I desiring to save myself because mm-hmm. I fall into that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or am I willing to lose myself for him to bring about life? Yeah. Um, and some of that in the saving yourself, like like what you just talked about, is just him becoming Lord mm-hmm. and saying, listen, I know you'd rather stay home and <laughs> hang out and, and just... You know, eat bonbons. Yeah, eat bonbons. <laughs> Mine would be take a nice bath that's several right. hours long or whatever. <laughs> right. But like, I know that you would rather do this. I know that you'd rather go shopping and have alone time because you've been around people all week long. Mm-hmm. I know that you would rather cook um, and, and do your meal prep and things like that without anybody there with just your book listening to it or podcast or your music. But instead, I want you to ask this person that you're walking with to come mm-hmm. and see if they want to join you and and let me do my thing. Like, that's even some of that because mm-hmm. yeah. it's just our desires. It can be as simple as that. Mm-hmm. And um, and not only that, like when you disciple, it's it's not just you that's saying yes, but it actually is your family. And I'll never forget one of the ladies that walked with me for several years wrote my husband and my boys a thank you card for sharing me. Now, they don't own me, but she knew that it was a partnership. Like, Brian partners with me in this, even though he's not right there in the living room with us ladies. Mm -hmm. And not only that, but like the boys, they're giving up their time and not just group time, Mm -hmm. but also. All the little things Mm -hmm. where people are over, um, you know, like meal prepping where sometimes they sit on the counter and visit with me or Mm -hmm. they they love to cook with me, different Mm -hmm. things like that. But that's what we're talking about is in that in that verse. Yeah, it is lordship. lordship. It's complete. And when he's lord, he gets to say what 
what we do with our time and yeah. our efforts and energies and yeah and all of that. Do you mind looking up Galatians 2 real quick while I, I talk through something in Romans 6, mm-hmm. uh, verse 19 and 20? So I want to look at Romans 6 with you. I'm going to talk about what this is not. So I'm not saying that when you walk with people or uh, when you're walking with somebody, like you're Lord of their time. Like you attune your father to the father's mm-hmm. ear. And if the father says, hey, I want you to Sabbath right now and I want you to not be with people, then you need to do that. Like I know the healthy rhythm that Gretchen needs on a daily, a weekly, a monthly, and a yearly basis. I know mm-hmm. that. And my friends are starting to learn it because yes. they can tell, they can tell like, yes. man, she's been too <laughs> too much around people or different things like that. But I want to visit with you about this because it's very important when we talk about coming and dying. This is not a crucifying of yourself That's right. over and over. Like, we're going to read a couple of scriptures that talks about when Christ died, we died with him. And when he rose, we rose with him. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is a reality that you need to grab a hold of and you need to walk in. Yeah. And we're going to talk about what it really is at, like what we're really talking about on the dying, like what is dying. So Romans 6, I encourage you to read the whole chapter, but one through, um, I don't know like the whole chapter, but I'm going to read verse six because of, um, because of what we're, we're talking about just here in this instance. And this is out of the passion translation. It says, could it be any clearer that our former identity is now and forever deprived of its powers Mm -hmm. for we were co-crucified with Jesus to dismantle the stronghold of sin within us so that we would not continue to live one moment longer submitted to sin's power. And so right here, we were co-crucified with him. So when he was on the cross, we were on the cross, even though we were not born yet. None of us were born at that time, but we were co-crucified with him. And the reason why we were is so sin cannot have power over us anymore. And so it's, you're not even dying to sin. You're dying to the belief systems and your thought patterns and even habits, right? (laughs) Desires that sin is a byproduct of. Yeah. So get a hold of that. The come and die is dying to the belief systems, the thought patterns, the desires, and even habits mm-hmm. that sin comes from. So some of us have habits of eating certain things at the certain time of day when it's not a meal. And it is producing, like we desire that, whether it's sugar addiction or caffeine addiction or whatever. Mine's sunflower seeds. I love a bag of sunflower <laughs> seeds every evening. You she knew does. I was going to go there, right? I did. <laughs> but like, I have to ask him, is it okay if I partake in this? Um because there's some, sometimes that isn't good for my body, but like it produces sin when I do it apart from him. Isn't that weird? Anything but anything apart, apart, from, apart him. from him is sin, right? And Even so, sunflower seeds. right. And so we're not saying you have to every single day die to yourself, crucify yourself and all the sin. We're talking about the belief system, the thoughts uh, the mm-hmm. desires that produce a byproduct of sin. Galatians so, 2, 19 and 20 is a, is a great example of that as well. For 
I, through the law, died to the law, that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Yeah, super Mm. good. What do you see in that? Anything you want to point out? That it should be. I was reminded when you were when you read that scripture, um, I was talking to somebody earlier this week about when I heard the story of when everything that the caterpillar needs to become a butterfly is within that and within that caterpillar. But once it becomes a butterfly, mm-hmm. there is nothing in it. Mm-hmm. It is no longer ever able to go back to being a caterpillar. Right. And that same word, the metamorpho, mm-hmm. metamorpho mm-hmm. is the word in the new creation that he makes us a new creation. Yeah. So there is nothing in me. I am, I am absolutely not able to return back right. to Jody Brown before Jesus. Right. And so when you read that at the very beginning, it reminded me of that. Like, there is no power within mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And so I, I no get longer to live. live. I no longer live. <laughs> yeah. And right. there's a new way to do things. Right. And it's him. It's not me. And one of my, my absolute very favorite scriptures is Romans 6.14. And I don't know if those of you watching this have caught any of Annie and I's series on Walk It Out uh, on the values. But um, we're going to be diving into that scripture because it's it's all about living under God's new covenant economy. Mm-hmm. But it says, like, sin does not have dominion over you. For you are not under the law anymore. You are under grace. Yeah. I mean, think about that. Sin has no power, just like Romans 6, mm-hmm. just like that. Sin has no power over you. So you're not a sinner anymore. You are a new creation, mm-hmm. right? And so if your thought processes and your belief systems and your desires right. are producing sin, you don't stop sinning. You right. change your belief system your thought processes, mm-hmm. and your desires. And welcome to D2. Yes. <laughs> Coming and dying to mm-hmm. those things and the mm-hmm. habits. And they are sometimes those those core lies or those core beliefs mm-hmm. are so ingrained in us. Yes. I mean, some since childhood, some for uh, years or decades, mm-hmm. like they are there. And it is the most difficult season. Like it is the time where there's opposition within your group. Mm-hmm. It's like it becomes overwhelming. You are sometimes dreading going because it's just like, I mean, you're, I mean, who? who? It drained you. Yeah. I mean, your energies are just drained because. And who likes dying? Right. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. But I think what you said, even in the beginning, you get to a point where if you've died to enough things, mm-hmm. and I think the enough is individual to right. the person, yeah. but, and you get on the other side of it and you taste the life, you taste and see that the mm-hmm. Lord is good. Mm-hmm. You start to look forward right. to those moments when he's like, Hey, let's look at this. And you're like, Oh, sweet. Yes. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. And it's still not fun. But there's a different lens right, to it. Right. And, yeah. um, but when so. you go from D1, which is a lot of fun, <laughs> getting mm-hmm. to know each other and having this like excitement and this zeal, getting connected to the Lord and each other. And then you go into like the Lord starting to ask everybody in there to change their mind about something mm-hmm. and to sit with them, him, 
so he can change their mind. Yeah. I mean, it it does mm-hmm. get to where it's like, wow. But in the same sense, like exactly what Jody's talking about, like the reason why you l- begin to love D2 moments is his character mm-hmm. and his nature is formed in those moments. Mm-hmm. Like the byproduct of that is you begin to look more and more like him. Why? Because your visible sin patterns go away. Mm-hmm. Why? Because your your thinking, your thought life, your belief system mm-hmm. starts aligning with him. Mm-hmm. Therefore, your character and nature starts looking more yeah. like him. And that's a beautiful thing. It is. Uh I remember a story like when I first started walking with the Lord and there was a group of us going to prison and there was a more mature Christian that was going with us. And he rattled off one day in the car like, I've been asking the Lord for a trial. And I thought, who are you? Who does that? Like, I have enough trials in my life. I'm not asking for them. But as I've matured in the Mm -hmm. Lord, I I understood more what he was saying. Mm -hmm. Like, at that point, there was a lot in my life that did not look like Christ. Right. And so I felt like the trials were constant. <laughs> right. And he was just hungering mm-hmm. to be transformed. Yeah. And, and when you're yielded to him, mm-hmm. like if you study even Jesus being lured into the um, desert mm-hmm. and being tempted by the right. devil, like the Holy Spirit lured him into that place. But like afflictions happen, trials mm-hmm. happen. And it can, if you're yielded to the Lord, it will drive you into hungering after Jesus yes, more and more. It will. It will. If it you'll will. let it, it mm-hmm. will. It will. Well, also when um, when you're in D2, like you start having realization of places, like you become more aware going through the process of transformation, even using that tool, aware, ponder, value, the behavioral gap. You start being aware of when you're not walking in your identity in Christ and when you are. Like, it starts becoming such a stark contrast. Like, you even you even start becoming aware, like, oh, I was really offended, even if I didn't display it, like, mm-hmm. within my heart. Like, he teaches you to observe things within yourself, mm-hmm. not for condemnation, but for conformity, yeah. Yeah. right? For him to be able to change mm-hmm. your mind. And... um. And and in D2, like we learn more and more how to live under God's new covenant economy and connected to him and others mm-hmm. in, in a more powerful way. Like when you when you learn, well, first of all, when you watch somebody like figure out that they've been believing a lie and you watch them change their mindset about that lie and believe truth and you start walking watching them walk out their freedom and you are cheerleading them you are sending them scriptures and encouragement you're praying over Mm -hmm. them like man that bonds you together like Mm -hmm. nothing else i have a girl it's an eternal bond because it's over eternity i have a girl just a couple of weeks ago and she's been walking with the lord for a long time like she is more of a mature believer um and and she had the realization you're good friends with her but that she didn't trust the lord and i mean she was like oh my gosh mm-hmm. and like watching her over the last couple of weeks change her mindset mm-hmm. and let him reveal truth to her like is powerful and what's happened is it's bonded the women in my group like 
like nothing I've ever seen. And honestly, <laughs> incredibly fast. I'm like, wow, that was a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. But when you learn to fight for each other, man, it's just, mm-hmm. it's awesome. It is awesome. It is. The fun is no longer there in the way that we think of fun. Mm-hmm. But like the true kingdom partnership fun is right there because we start valuing uh, when we see us dying to things Mm -hmm. uh, that he's asking us to, as well as others, for sure. That is very true. Anything you want to add on that? I don't think so. Um, It is a hard, it is a hard phase. Yeah. It was a hard season, but it's good. Yeah. And when you even look at Jesus with the disciples, like he was asking them and they were not regenerated, right? Right. Until he left. But when he was walking with them, he he knew that those disciples needed to go through pressures mm-hmm. and discouragements and threats, like to the lowest point of life. Mm-hmm. So they would cleave to him yeah. and each other. So think about that. Like M28 is not not all we're going to come together, we're going to worship, and we're going to pray, and we're (laughs) going to celebrate, and it's going to be happy. Although there's plenty of that. Mm -hmm. But like pressures, discouragement, trials come. Mm -hmm. And what it does is it it should drive us. And when it doesn't, we have people that are spiritual family to remind us. Mm -hmm. Like, hey, you're you're letting this drive you back to to your habits of food or alcohol or uh, sexual addictions, those types of things, judgments, (laughs) instead of letting him drive or isolation. Hiding. Yeah. I was just thinking. Yeah. Right. Or Mm. instead of letting you drive, letting it drive you to Jesus and to us, like we are not leaving you. Mm -hmm. And that is a beautiful part of D2. It is. It is. And it's part of learning how to be family. Right. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. family's not always rah rah shish kebab. Yeah. Yeah. And so And honestly, this is probably the longer season. D one can can be long if people aren't willing to really be open with each other mm-hmm. and like really from the get go, like, hey, I'm here, you know. Right. Um, if there's some of that scaredness or timid or somebody just doesn't know how to be spiritual family with somebody. Mm-hmm. But D two is probably the longest. Because we don't just die to one thing, like, and then we're conformed, right? And so, and so through this D2 process and then into, D2, into D3, we actually learn to change our minds quicker and quicker about things. Right, right. And it's, it's so... We don't fight it as much. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so worth it. But like until we make that an all-the-time habit, mm-hmm. a good habit, of the Holy Spirit leading us into that, um, that that phase can go longer. Yeah, and it, it has to start with the abiding, mm-hmm. because if you're trying to change your flesh patterns in and of yourself, mm-hmm. it's going to be a really long season. Right. It's going right. to be hard, and that's some of what happens. Like people get connected to the Lord in D one and each other, but they don't know how to carry it into D two. Mm-hmm. So then it's an effort of themselves, mm-hmm. and then. So, like, you do go back and forth as a person and as a group between one and two. Like, it's not like, hey, we've left D1 and gone to D2. We will not go back. Right. Like, there's an ebb and flow Mm -hmm. there through those two for for quite a while. So, yeah. Anything else you want to add before I have you pray? I don't think so. All right. We'll pray us out. (laughs) Well, Father, I thank you that um, you did not do this 
this thing by yourself, Mm -hmm. that you have spiritual family. You have the Son. You have the Holy Spirit. You guys do things together. You each have your part. And Father, I just, I thank you for teaching us how to be with each other, Mm -hmm. how to cheerlead each other, how to spur each other on Mm -hmm. into the Lord and turn, like, help us turn our focus back to you. I thank you for your faithfulness and your goodness, especially in seasons of transformation. I thank you that you are faithful to bring it about because I am dead. You are who lives in me now. Mm-hmm. I pray that we would all grow in being, becoming more sensitive and more willing to let you transform us. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.